Tonight on Alpha's Beck and Pod form, Gumba Master. <laughs> Katya, Zenina. This will be a, a horrible monster. Bucky Sito. Well, it's just a very vastly different kind of fish, isn't it? And me, Byron Hussey. Bad writing is what it is. Bad TV show writing. Okay, now this is, this is the thing. Hey everybody, welcome to Alpha's Beck and Pod Form, episode 26. Come fly with me. My name is Byron Hussey, and I am joined today by a full house, stacked panel of um, ALF fetishists, led by Gumba Master. Hello. You're the leader. What are you going to do? Uh, okay. Nothing. Um, the second in command of this uh, Starship crew is Bucky Sito. Hello. First mate. I guess. <laughs> and the um, the cabin boy. Poor <laughs> 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 oh, culture. Is uh. <laughs> Today is Katya Zenina. Hello. Hi. Thanks uh, for joining. If this is your uh, first time tuning into the Alf Pod Pod, whatever is the show called? Alf is back in Pod. Alf is back in Pod form. Um, you should know you don't actually have to watch Alf. The the, the point is that we we summarize the show for you, so you don't have to watch it. Is it's a true? public service. Yeah, it's like like PBS. Um, we suffer in your stead. Yeah. Uh, particularly um, Gumba. I think you suffer the most of all of us. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of a lot of there was really Constantly. genuine uh, um, acquiescence time. to uh, suffering. So this is uh, episode twenty six of Alf, and it's called. Uh, Come Fly With Me, first aired May 11th, 1987, and named for a famous Frank Sinatra song by the same name. Um, how do you guys feel about Frank Sinatra? Uh, I remember him from his Mafia contacts. Yeah. Do, do you remember him personally? Yeah. Were you involved? Yeah. <laughs> what about his music? How do you guys feel about his music? Yeah, I like it. That's good. It's fairly timeless. I hate it. It's unavoidable. You hate it. <laughs> oh god, I, I know. I I you know what I don't like is like it's it's such a specific genre, croon like male crooners from the fifties or whatever. And like they play it like it's like universally beloved, but I, I don't think it is. I think it's like too too specific. It's like it's like blasting you know like gangster rap or something. It's like it's it's fine for people who like it, but it's like you don't play it everywhere, you know. And then you got like fucking Michael Bublé. Like come on, this is pretend time. Nobody sings like that. Am I being too negative? Yes. <laughs> 
Also, also, come on, he was a fucking that's criminal. Usually, that's usually, that's usually my, my, uh, my shtick. He was a fucking criminal. Uh, didn't he, like, I don't know, kill a guy or something? <laughs> Probably. I mean, haven't we all? You know what he did? Gumba? Wait, yeah, that's actually a good question. Who have you killed? Gumba. Uh, um, <clears throat> well, um, there was a um, an, an Italian restaurant I would go to sometimes as a child that would um, sing the the birth birthday song to people. But the, but they would um, sing uh, when when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. It's your birthday. <laughs> That's great. And the thing is, it was actually like a really popular thing to do. So you would hear it like three or four times per evening. <laughs> so the novelty. Did you ever uh, go there for your birthday? No, oh. I don't do I don't I don't do birth birthday song like restaurant performances. No fun allowed. Yeah. Aww. So um, this episode is the season one finale. Huge, huge milestone for both. <coughs> Sorry. Should I should I cut that out? You, you, you dying there? You okay? Did you, did you just did you just cut up a cat? I wish. It would be really cute. It's the reverse elf. Um. <laughs> what was I saying? It's um, the season finale. Oh yeah, huge milestone for both Alf. And and the Alf podcast, Alf is back in pod form. Yeah. Did you guys think this we was a good? It. <laughs> what? We survived it. Yeah. Did you guys think this was a good finale for the first season? It was great. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really good. It I was thought it dramatic. I thought it was a strong episode. Also, um, worth noting, in the small picture I'm looking at on the ALF wiki, Lynn has very high genes. I remember you saying you hate that style. I don't know if I said I hate it. <laughs> Might be a little passe. I, I have a pair of jeans like that that I got from Vinny's. What's Vinny's? Oh, it's like a... Uh, what do they call it in America? It's like a, a secondhand shop, a charity shop. Like, um, Goodwill. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Or Salvation Army? Oh, yeah, we have yeah. that here too. Yeah. Okay. I got them from there, and they're really cool. That's they're cool. back in style. All in national is, like, on point for 2017. It is. It's really amazing. Would you actually be willing to maybe model those for, like, the cover of this podcast? Oh, look, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gumba, do you have any high jeans you could wear? Yeah, I don't fit in jeans. 
you can there's jeans of all sizes for all shapes and all kinds so um come fly with me the premise is that alf gets a gun a bunch of uh magazine subscriptions and the tanners try out a timeshare did i get that right yeah katya can you uh summarize the episode in in a couple of sentences um, the Tanners go to a resort place where uh, where they try not to purchase a house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they go together with Akmonics. Yeah, and Alf also joins on this uh, wonderful journey. So it's like, um, I don't know, it's not the first, I think it's like the um, second episode that's set largely outside of the um, Tanner house. Yeah, it's surprising to see that. Yeah. But very exciting. Yeah, it's very, um, it's kind of like really high high budget, like um, on location stuff. Yeah. The aeroplane set was really good. Yeah. So well, let's get into it. Yeah. So while well, the, the episode opens with um, Alf, is really excited to have won a copy of Cat Lovers magazine, um, which he's disappointed doesn't have any recipes. Did you guys uh, find that funny? No. Okay. I feel like people really love people really love the Alf eating cats joke. But yeah. Yeah, but it's actually just not funny. It's, but not it's like very the funny. only joke. I mean, I, I found it funny as a kid, I guess, but it's like the only, the main characteristic kind of of Alf, like the main joke he has about himself. So. It's sort of like um, Garfield and Lasagna. Like, <laughs> like, okay, Garfield likes Lasagna. It's not funny, but he, he does. <laughs> I mean, is that so funny? Is it like a. A pyramid, like a food pyramid. So there's like Alf, and then, then there's Garfield because he's a cat, and then lasagna. Yes. <laughs> and what does the lasagna like to eat? The circle of life. I think uh, what would be cool, and I'm talking to to maybe Bucky now, is if somebody did like a made an iconic character that's like an anthropomorphic lasagna that likes to eat something. Uh, ridiculous and that's like their uh, main trait yes like it will be done what's a good uh name for like lasagna boy uh it's gotta be italian right i can't <laughs> lasagna boy al- already sounds ridiculous <laughs> it's perfect already can't well, improve he still needs a name i feel even if it's not in the title. Italian names. Google. <laughs> Dominic? <laughs> or how about just like Tony? Tony the Lasagna Boy. Holy shit, there's a lot of, a lot of names on this page. Angelo. Arnaldo. <laughs> Arrigo. Arturo. Ooh, Arturo. That's good. Arturo the Lasagna Boy. Maybe you should start with yeah, L. You're, you're offending all the Italian 
Italians. Yeah, no, you <laughs> I work with two Italian boys, and they're both called Antonio, so it's probably a pretty good bet. Yeah, I mean, most Italians are named Tony, let's face it. Yeah. But it's okay for me to say this because my wife is half Italian. <laughs> that makes it fine. Let's get back into the episode. Uh, Bucky, this is in your hands now. Okay, um, I will figure this out in okay. the morning Ka- and I will Katya, email it to everyone. Since you're a, an artist too, maybe you could do a collab. Maybe you two can share the idea. Let's do it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just want maybe you guys could just like send me like twenty five percent of the revenues. Okay. This, this is I think this is legally binding here. Okay. Uh, proceeding. So Alf has um, sent away for lots of uh, publishers, clearinghouse magazines. Are you guys familiar with these uh, publishers clearinghouse um, contests? No. No. It's like a um, kind of like a sweepstakes the United States where you can um, you can enter to win large sums of money but also um, somehow it involves signing up for magazine subscriptions oh I think we do have something like that um, but instead of magazines it's like old people's objects like (laughs) like adult diapers and stuff (laughs) that sounds like like a really good idea I think it works pretty well for them. I subscribe to it just because it's hilarious. I think because, like, the publisher's clearinghouse is targeted at old people, too. Like, they have commercials where they'll show up to somebody's door with, like, a giant check and balloons. And it's usually, like, <laughs> somebody, you know, 50 or 60 years old. So, Alf... Do you have to pay for the magazines, though, or are they free? They, you do have to pay for them. So they're in debt now because I've subscribed to hundreds of them. Right. Alf misunderstood this concept and thought he was actually winning the magazines and basically got a, a subscription to, what did he say, like 400 magazines or something like that? I think hundreds is what was said. Not specified how many. I just know that Willie opens the door and then he's just like, he's knocked over by this big wave of magazines. <laughs> yeah, it was a funny, it was a funny scene. He was all, he almost suffocated to death. Yeah, I like that <laughs> bit. It's like, Alf, my, <laughs> my spine, Alf, ow. Alf somehow believes he has won a talking toaster. He thinks he won uh, something for everyone. Pony rides and go- uh, was it a golf course? Something golf for course. Lynn. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. Tennis. Was it tennis lessons? Oh, oh, tennis. Yeah. And so, uh, something for Will and Kate as well. Yeah. What was it? It was. It, it was, was like, like dinner and massages or something like that. It sounds pretty good. I don't know. If- I don't know if it was that, but I would take that. Money rides for Brian, tennis lessons for Lynn, mm-hmm. and dinner and dancing for Kate Ooh, and Willie. That's really oh, nice. Dancing. dancing. And for the old Alpha, a toaster. Yeah. So is this the, uh, by the way, is that the first episode where he started referring to himself as the Alpha? I think he used to do it 
previously, but that's the first episode where he was using it so many times. Yeah, it came up a lot. And then Brian said it at some point, right? Yeah. Corrected somebody. Yeah. Saying Alper. Honestly, I could do without Brian in this show. I think it would. You could just cut him out of almost every episode, and it would be. He could just like go and fall down a well, and that'd be the end of him. He does seem Terrible. like the, the kind of child that would end up at the bottom of a well. <laughs> Terrible fan fiction. Probably <laughs> <laughs> um, thrown down there by you. By me, I think. Yeah. Um, Brian, the actor, and I'm sure I've mentioned this m- multiple times on the on the podcast, um, joined like the Navy after 9/11. So I wouldn't want to oh. throw him down the well. I th- he's a he's a hero. But how how old were you when it was 1987? I was six. Were you capable of throwing a child down a well? No, I was very meek. Hmm. Maybe just like a little push. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't like physically violent. I wouldn't have, I don't think I would have done that. Wait a second. That means you're younger than me. Yeah, I would you I knew that. Would you lure him into a well? How would I lure him? What would be the like the bait for, for Brian? <laughs> Alf. <laughs> she just put Alf in a well. That's oh my god, that solves all our problems. Yeah. We got Alf down there. We got Brian down there. So, Alf wants um, a talking toaster. And then it, somehow it turns out, so this is, I'm, I'm a little fuzzy on this. Because, um, so, Trevor Akmonic comes in, right? Yeah. So they got... An offer for like a timeshare. Did, did they say where it was? Just that it was seven hours away. So like seven hours from Southern California. That could be pretty much anywhere. Well, except New Zealand. Yeah, but you probably it, wouldn't it make it. It had some Mexican vibe to it. Yeah, it could have been Mexico or like Central America. So the Tanners get like a um, an offer for a, a timeshare, and uh, Trevor comes in, and um, he says he got the same offer. And, and that they keep going to these things, but the reason he came to their door is because he brought a trash can. Oh, that's right. This is really strange. Like, is is that something you do for a neighbor? You just buy them a trash can? (laughs) He was very nice. Maybe, maybe that was the prize from one of the subscriptions. Trash cans, like, (laughs) I mean, they're like twenty, twenty, thirty bucks. It's not like it's like a really big trash can as well. Like, it's quite a good one. Yeah, it's heavy duty. It was probably like a fifty dollar trash can, but. I guess that's also just... kind of passive aggressive, though, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. But it's like he's clearly a slob, so you kind of actually feel that it's probably a kind gesture. Yeah. It's bad writing, is what it is. Bad TV show writing. 
bad show. His heart is in the right place. Yeah. In his chest. So, um... Trevor Akamonic swings by the house with a trash can um, as a gift for the Tanners to help throw away their magazines. I also found it a little jarring that they would put magazines in the trash instead of recycling. But I guess oh my wasn't. god, me too! It's <laughs> like, what? You're gonna throw them away? It's, it's, it's so penis. fucked up in our, like, 2017 brains to throw them away. Yeah, it's like... It's like, uh, well, I can't think of a good analogy. Maybe like biting tinfoil? Or eating a dog? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, don't even, oh. Sex Nailed with down a, a chalkboard, eating a dog. Sibling? Eating a cat, maybe. Is where no, else? It's too on the nose. Bucky, I think you should change your Skype icon. Um, why do you think I should change it? Because um, Mike Myers as the cat in the hat makes me very, very make, makes me very uncomfortable. Um. Well, maybe that was my intention of using that icon. Do you want you want me to you want me to be uncomfortable? I want everyone to be uncomfortable <laughs> about Mike Myers being the cat in the hat. It's a reminder. Sort of like as uncomfortable as it would make you to throw away a magazine rather than recycling it. Oh yeah. It's a it's an environmental message, my icon. Katya, do you have recycling in Russia yet? Um uh, we do, but kinda most people don't care about it. Interesting. So we have plenty of land to yeah. fill with garbage. I guess you do. <laughs> The bears but so do we. We, just, we love recycling here. <laughs> well, you, you know, you, you live your quiet lives, so you, you don't have anything better to do anyway, right? Yeah, and true. <laughs> Bucky, that, that land really belongs to the uh, indigenous people. That's so true as well. It's really not yours. No, it's not. So anyway, before we get too um, darkly political... Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Trevor, uh, Trevor tells the Tanners that he has the same timeshare offer, and also reveals that he is a pilot. He was a pilot in the Korean War. Which is just fucking insane. Can I just put that out there? How is insane? It's just that he's a pilot, and they never knew. I think, um, I kind of remember, like, people having served in the Korean War, and it was just, like, a thing at this time. But just that, like, Trevor is, like, a pilot, and he offers them a ride in their plane. It it's just pretty seems convenient. Very it's pretty convenient. But it is, like, true that, like, like, in the like the World War Two generation, any given person could have been like, "Oh, I was yeah, I was a bomber pilot. Like, you know, flew planes. That's and true. Probably killed like fifty thousand people or something. You know, no, what, no big what deal." What surprised me is that knowing Akmonics, they still decided to go. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. I, I like if if Trevor told me he was a pilot, I would be impressed, but I still wouldn't trust him enough to actually get on a plane. Yeah. I mean, 
I'm not sure what I would do, to be honest. But do you enjoy flying? No. no. I mean, do you I think flying um, with a bunch of pigs and coyotes, which we'll get to later, I guess. Why were they transporting coyotes? I'm not sure. I think that sounds like it's probably not legal. It's like a wild animal. Well, my guess is my guess is to cover for the for the uh, transport costs. <laughs> Complete non sequitur. You know, a bit a bit a bit money on this side. So <laughs> what is the purpose <laughs> of the coyotes is the question. What I just value wanna say that they they're have? actually jackals. I said the wrong kind of canine. They were jackals? Yeah, they were jackals. Why would you have jackals on a plane? Um Medicinal purpose? It's, uh, it's an infestation. Infestation of jackals. In the plane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like an infestation of cockroaches. Exactly. Uh, anyway, me and James were talking about the jackals um, because we thought if we knew where jackals came from in the world, we'd know where mm -hmm. the plane had flown to, which was uh, apparently Central America. But we found out that jackals don't actually live in Central America. Huh. Yes, okay. they're, they're from Africa. Yeah. They're in Africa and like Asia, but not... The coyotes are sometimes referred to as jackals. This is what Wikipedia told me. Um, and they can be in Central America, but not jackals. But why would they be <laughs> transporting them in any case? It's like, are they uh, look, taking them to Central America... From California. You know the theory, you know how people smuggle drugs inside their body? Yeah. Maybe they got the jackals to just eat all of the drugs. Why jackals? Them inside but jackals. Why would you do that in jackals? Well, no one would I expect mean, it. I mean, yeah. do you really want to get near a jackal to check? Aw, uh, I'm sure they're friendly. So the plane is smuggling um, exotic pets for some reason. Um, so uh, so the Tanners agree to take the trip with the Akmonics, and they very pointedly decide to leave Alf at home, even though he's the one that won the trip for them. Um, Which is a bit cruel. Yeah, it was, it was vicious. It's vicious. And they really, they, they, they talk to him like, why is it even up to them? Like, they're, they're protecting him, but basically, this, in this case, they're just like, you are our prisoner. You have no rights or autonomy. Like, shouldn't it be up to Alf how much he risks his own capture? Katya. Alf is their pet at this point. Yeah, that's how they treat him, or a child. But he's he's older than them. Katya, what did you what do you feel about this? You, I'm just like thinking it? that if Alf wanted to leave, that would mm -hmm. be his chance to run away. And he uh, can, he could ostensibly leave at any time. Is the point? It's like like he, they're doing him a favor by hiding him there. But if he decided he didn't want to hide there anymore, why would they stop him from leaving? Yeah. Gumbar, are you he, clicking? He... You're a loud click. 
Gumba, are you playing Leisure Suit Larry? Yes. This is Frog Fractions. Are you playing Frog Fractions? Two. Maybe. Click. Click. Click more quietly, please. <laughs> what were you talking about? What were we talking? Oh, we were talking about Alf. Will that be the quiet <laughs> If well. I remember, it will be. It's a big if. Um, yeah, so they decide to go on this trip and leave uh, Alf a prisoner at home. Mm -hmm. But they're, they're really excited about the trip for some reason. Uh, and But also a bit worried about leaving Alf alone in their house. Yeah. I think it's because they're uh, the rubes. Alf was so prepared to go. He had sunglasses on. He has some kind of Hawaiian shirt. Mm -hmm. like Yeah, he looks really good. Yeah, Pink you're right. Shirt. I thought he was looking pretty good too, Bucky. Pretty uh, 80s. Loved it. Loved it. Just loved it. Love Alf. I'm Love holding him. my Alf plush toy right now, actually. Can you, when you model the uh, the, the high jeans, can you um, hold the, the doll also? Um, yes. Okay. So, the, uh, the, the, the Tanners, um, my, uh, my browser crashed, so I lost all of my, um, reference materials. So the Tanners get on the plane with, uh, yes. Trapper and, uh, Raquel. Mm-hmm. And, uh find out that the plane is not very comfortable they have to be facing backwards yeah also sharing a plane with some pigs Lynn they, is feeling sick facing backwards um is not that big of a deal I've so, heard people complain about this like on trains it's like I don't I, think it, it would work on a plane though what difference and also the plane didn't have very prominent windows, so like you wouldn't even really notice. It's like, is it? Am I supposed to think that I'm actually flying, and that like sitting backwards shatters the illusion? Like I'm sitting in a vehicle. <laughs> what 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 does my orientation matter? I'm not propelling myself through space. I'm I'm being propelled by a, a separate thing. And it like it looks more comfortable than being on like cattle class on a 747 or whatever it looked like they were spacious they had leg room so i just think they should stop whinging free flights come on yeah no it looked terrible i don't agree oh oh really whoa yeah i just it think looked like a very dirty plane i wouldn't it feel did look dirty so we, i think we have two different takes here one is that it's at least there's some like some space but other than that it, that it's dirty Mm -hmm. So Katya, you are a bit of a a neat freak, right? <laughs> no, totally not. <laughs> so why wouldn't just, you like uh, a dirty plane? I just don't feel like space is much of an issue for me because well, I fit to a regular plane fine. Well, you're like I, a tiny, tiny person. I'm a tiny, tiny like human. Yeah. I know that you're little because your me is little. <laughs> yeah. 
tiny Mitomo figure. That's, that's the scientific process in action. Um, so Alf, um, no, sorry. So Willie gives a nice tip to Danny Bonaducci. What the fuck? Oh, Danny Bonaducci is in the episode? I'm just reading the wiki here. I don't remember Danny Bonaducci appearing. That's when they just arrived to this uh, hotel place. So Danny Bonaducci was there? I have no idea who this person is. Danny Bonaducci tipping involved. was in the Partridge family. So they get to the uh, the timeshare place, and um, they uh, like they go to their room, and um, they're like they're pretty excited, right? They're like ready for like a fun, uh, fun vacation. Like Lynn's gonna probably like have sex with the tennis instructor. Mm-hmm. Maybe with the sales guy. He keeps Pro- following them around. Probably everybody. Yeah, Volcano lost us. But then it turns out that Alf stowed away in the luggage. <laughs> and to do this, he, he, took, he removed all of Kate's clothes from her suitcase. So it's pretty funny that he sort of uh, targeted Kate in this. Clearly, she's like his mortal enemy. Do you think so? Do you think she's a mortal enemy of Alf? Yes. But also a love interest, partially. Well, she's like a... What is that? Like the the thing where like you hate somebody, but like you're also attracted to them. Chismesis? I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, is Alf attracted to Lynn or uh, Kate, or is Kate attracted to Alf? I think Kate is attracted to Alf. Oh. Yes, so Kate is attracted to Alf, and Alf is attracted to Lynn. And Lynn wants to fuck everyone. Yeah. Okay, that's that makes perfect we sense. Got, we got nice. it. Lynn's just like <laughs> she just she's hungry. She's she's thirsty. That's what they call it, right? kids yeah. yeah that's what kids <laughs> call it these days he wakes up lynn what oh sorry i skipped ahead so um what happens next they the find alf in the closet right oh yeah yeah they find alf and they're really angry about the, the clothes missing and about Alf being with them, they're really nervous that he will be found out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's about time when uh, does Trevor come there? Yeah, Trevor comes in, and yeah. Alf has to hide. Alf and has to hide. <laughs> and the Tanners act very paranoid and just out of their mind. They don't want to do anything suddenly. They don't care about activities. They say they want to leave. This is a funny <laughs> scene because they pretend. Isn't Alf like shaving for some reason? Yeah, I think and... that's later. Oh but, shit! Yeah. Fucked it that up. That doesn't matter. I think it was a couple of scenes where uh, Trevor is in the room and 
Yeah, and Alf is hiding. Okay. So, um... So Alf is... Alf is, uh... Hiding in the closet. So, so what... So, they, so Trevor comes in, and they start asking, basically, if they can leave. And he's like, no, the plane's gone. Yeah, he says the plane is on its way to Central America. Right. So they're not in Central America. Yeah. No. Um... Who's like the plane? Probably a, a, like a drug guy, like a like a drug kingpin or something. Is it drugs or is it just uh, weird animals? Like a like like maybe some combination, of those things. Oh yeah. So it's um. Illicit cargo. So they're stranded, basically. Yeah. In wherever Mr. this Ekmonic is. does a little. Mr. Ekmonic does a little dance, trying <laughs> to cheer them up. <laughs> yeah, I think I I may have taken a, some some screenshots of that dance. Why you want to learn it? You want to impress you? Yeah, friends? just like to <laughs> like draw some diagrams and what are those like dance instructions where you put like foot patterns on the floor? Oh like, yeah, I would buy we... that. Trevor's like, he wants to like, cut a rug and like, trip the light. Fantastic. Mhm. Has... Kate says, Kate says she cannot do that because she has nothing to wear. Yeah, and Trevor offers to loan Kate some of Raquel's clothes. Which, Nobody's happy about this. And he he also asked if she needs a brazier. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. I don't think he that... Was very, um, he was very nonchalant about it. Yeah. He's like, by the way, do you need a bra with that? <laughs> like he's some kind of fast fast food worker. You know? I, you need I kinda, a bra on the side. I don't think that um, Raquel's bra would fit Kate. No, probably not. I don't think that bras work like that, do they? They're not one no. size fits all, right? Also, I don't think anyone would actually want to, Well, that's you know, uh, actually wear somebody else's bra. That's I think you'd probably sooner go braless. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, some random wait. Are bra. we to assume that Kate was braless in the scene? Uh, yes. No, I... So um, she brought one well, bra. Well, I personally wear the same bra months in a row, so... <laughs> but, Do you think she arrived there without a bra? So she was on a plane without one? No, I think she had a bra, and she was probably fine to wear that same bra for the entire duration of the trip. Why didn't yeah, he offer her any, like, underwear? Because <laughs> uh, women only wear bras. They, they were just short on underwear. He knew that he couldn't have spare. Maybe Raquel doesn't wear it. You'd think that um, maybe Kate could borrow some of Lynn's clothes. They're pretty much the same size. Yeah, but Lynn... Afterwards, Lynn says that she might need to borrow Raquel's dress from her mom. So does that mean that Lynn's clothes were also in the same bag? Maybe... I don't know. 
I wasn't sure if she was like being sarcastic there or what was that was a bit of a weird little comment. I think that yeah, I think she was joking. It didn't. It came across a bit strange though, because like, why would? No, I remember that scene. I actually think I remember finding it pretty funny. Like, I think was... that Lynn does a good job in this episode. Yeah, she was she she did a lot of work. As opposed to uh, Brian, who was completely useless. Why is he? Yeah. Anyway, continuing. <laughs> so, um, they all go out to dinner, and Kate is wearing one of um, Raquel's very large dresses. Like it's the first night. Why did she have to get changed anyway? Why couldn't she just wear she was what she was wearing? I think it was the second night. Uh, Maybe. The first Still. night, uh, it was Willie not being able to sleep because a chronic's snore. Oh shit! Sorry, Katya, you should be in charge of uh, of steering the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was the cabin boy though. That's true. I'm just but... a simple cabin boy. Well, you know what it is. It's called. <laughs> let me let me lay some uh, some uh, workplace uh, office lingo on you here. It's called managing up. All right, lasagna boy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> um, wait, could wait, wait, could could lasagna boy be a cabin boy too? Yes. All right. Sure. Multitasking. <laughs> on a cruise ship. <laughs> yep. Katya, I have a proposal for you. How about mm. one of us draws the top half of Lasagna Boy and the other draws the bottom half? <laughs> Great, that, that sounds really good. This will be a, a horrible monster. Who gets to draw the top half, though? I feel like that's the better half. Oh, uh, well... Flip a coin? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's a, a good coin. idea. I think both have potential, though. So, um, Katya... Yeah, it's night time. Uh, <laughs> first night. Night and, uh, and Willie creeps into the bedroom where kids are sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, maybe uh, Kate is there. Yeah, Kate and uh, Lynn and Brian are there, I think. I don't know. Where, where is Kate? Anyway, she's everyone in with looks the terrible. <laughs> she's with a t- tennis instructor. Mm. Uh, Willie looks terrible. Everyone looks terrible. Willie cannot sleep because a chronic snore in a pattern, and the uh, <laughs> and they they realize that Alf is not in the apartment. Yeah. Willie panics. Have we um, uh, met the talking toaster yet? No, not yet. No. Okay. And uh, just as uh, Willie begins to panic, Alf walks in with uh, catfish. some catfish. Mm-hmm. They're actually not catfish, though. No, they don't look like catfish. Are they just they don't even fish? have whiskers. Like they didn't even try. I don't remember. Like I don't think you're supposed to look that closely. Well, it's just a very vastly different kind of fish, isn't it? Like yeah, they're obviously just a kind of fish that they went down to their local fish retailer and got some fish. Yeah, I, I don't know why they had to uh, 
Oh, well, they had the joke about how catfish don't have scales, so that's, uh, that, that was important. Yeah, and, uh, Mr. Ekmonic, uh, walks in, even though he was snoring, <laughs> like, two minutes ago, he's ready to go, he's, he's ready for activities at six in the morning, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, Alf and Brian, for some reason, Alf <laughs> took Brian with him into the bathroom, to scale the catfish, and, uh, well, he's... and they have to make up for like Alf keeps like saying something, and they keep telling Trevor that it's just Brian. It's mm -hmm. <laughs> really good. And, yeah, it's like and, uh, Brian's shaving. Very... And w w did they have an explanation? For he was like Brian shaves, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, I won't really... allow him to have a mustache. <laughs> That's right, that was a good one. <laughs> Mr. Ekmonic seems very understanding. He just doesn't uh, give a shit because, about uh, these people. I think they, that's the secret. Do the Ekmonics have children? They have a nephew, I believe. Yeah, maybe they just don't know. They, they, he doesn't remember when, you know, boys get facial hair. <laughs> I think the Akmonics are supposed to be. Or like... maybe maybe it's just you know a a, a common a common uh, thing in Akmonic family. Hair, yeah. hairy children. Yeah. I think I think that the Akmonics are just well. Trevor, I think is is pretty incurious. You know, it's like it's like whatever whatever goes goes for Trevor. Raquel is a bit of a snoop, but um, she seems willing. She seems to be very gullible, so that helps. They're, they're both uh, very stupid, stupid people. Maybe, but, you know, I get the feeling that Akmonics wouldn't actually mind if they knew about Alf. Yeah. What he is. I don't think they would mind no. either. Definitely not Trevor. I think they I would actually... Like, uh, Mrs. Akmonic would also complain about his fur being everywhere or something like that. I think the Akmonics are written... In such a way that we're supposed to think they would maybe like turn Alf in for some prize money or something like that. But I don't get the I don't I don't get the uh, the impression. They would I don't do know. That. They seem pretty I mean, pretty lowbrow, you know. That's how they're written anyway. I'm not a snob. I'm just saying. I mean, in the first episode, Rackle did call. Uh, uh, granted, she did call uh, the the um... alien task force. Yeah. No, but, I can uh, remember the first episode. You know, so long. I do, I do, I do remember everything constantly. Every time I close my eyes, it flashes before me. <laughs> never leaves me. I remember some moments from it. It never leaves me. I remember the I alien task force guy. What was his name? <laughs> Oh no, poor uh, Gumpa. Gonna... There, there, Gumpa. Gonna mute G G Gumpa if I can. Let's see, how do I do it? Block this person? <laughs> <laughs> what were you asking, Byron? Uh, I forget. The name of somebody. Oh, the guy that came to the door from the alien task force. Wasn't he like a fun character? 
All right. You know what? Audience, if you care, go back and listen to the first of episode of Alpha's Back in Pod Form. Uh, it's just me and uh, Mike being Swabek. So it's a, it's, a, it's a fun time. Check it out. Back to the episode. Um, this is... Have they gone out to dinner yet? <laughs> they're, they're getting ready, I guess, for the dinner. And uh, Alf stays in the room. Yes, of course. It's, and it's evening already, so mm -hmm. I don't know what they were doing all day. Uh, Lynn was fucking the tennis instructor all day. <laughs> all day. <laughs> all day. Banging and away. What about the rest of the family? Uh, Brian was just, uh, you know, staring at the wall. <laughs> Is he even at dinner? I'm not sure. Maybe I... he fell down well. Yeah. <laughs> He's Maybe they have some kind of, like, um, child prison in this uh, complex. Oh, he is. He is at dinner. Okay. So, so while they're having dinner, Alf gets his toast. Mm-hmm. Going, and he orders large amounts of uh, bread, a slice of bread in mm -hmm. the apartment, and... Uh, Keeps making toast with a talking toaster. So the talking toaster, um, I believe there was a talking toaster in Red Dwarf as well. Uh, which would have come first, though? Are, are any of you familiar with the talking toaster from the BBC science fiction comedy series Red Dwarf? I am not. I know of it, but I, I, I don't know the toaster. There was a talking toaster. His name was season, his name was Talky Toaster. Oh really? Um, but he was um he had artificial inte intelligence. He was oh. sentient. Um, but I think uh I, I can't. It's it's hard to imagine which came first. I feel like they were these were unrelated talking toasters. I really like the talking toaster in Alf. I think it's the main thing that stood out to me in this episode. Do we so have... It says, uh, do we sorry, have go one? ahead. No, I just like the way it says toast. Toast. <laughs> toast. I was just, just going to ask if we, if, we, if we have talking toasters yet, like in reality. It seems like a, an easy thing to make now. Um, I could, you know, I think any of us could just quickly whip one of those up. If we I don't know. I don't think I could. Talking... You just get like you know, record the word toast over and over again on your phone and just mm. tape the phone to the toaster and press play That's while you're making your same. toast. It needs to be, like, wired into the toaster somehow oh, for, I... me to, for me to buy it. I googled okay. talking toaster, and the first result is the Brave Little Toaster, which came out the same year as this episode. Oh. Have you guys seen the Brave Little Toaster? No. It's strange. Is it fun? Strange movie. I, I don't think we had toasters in the eighties. You didn't so. have toasters yet. No, I don't. I don't know. I feel I, like I certainly didn't. Probably. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You didn't have any toasters, in like, whatever the. Uh, the limbo is that we we reside in before we're born. 
Um, so the dinner is going great. Um, Kate is wearing one of Raquel's dresses, and and um, uh, Trevor tells her that she looks really sexy. Yeah. Was is that the uh, time somebody is described I mean, sexy on the show? Who was the first time? I just remember it being discussed on this podcast. Uh, that you remember more than me, because I have no memory of <laughs> of that. But did Kate look sexy? I think is the question. And um, what, what would you think? Yeah. I like the. Know. Uh, there were some like gemstone details on the collar of the dress, which I quite liked. Mm-hmm. So you would wear this dress. Uh, well, yes. Would you model it? N- yes. Actually, okay. I don't know how much time you people spend in your respective Goodwills, but these dresses are very easy to find. Oh, okay. Secondhand for a very cheap price. Well, maybe... That's um, the main thing I noticed. They're, they're time, very common. Next time you uh, see one, just grab it. And I will. We can <laughs> do... Add it to the um, high waisted jeans photo shoot for the uh, like I don't know behind the scenes um, DVD commentary for this episode of the podcast. <laughs> like the bonus materials. Uh, I just thought it was like um, you know it was like kind of creepy that um, Trevor called uh, Kate Sexy. But, but uh, it... Mrs. McMonick was very pleased while he was saying that. Mm-hmm. She, she, she was, all, you know, agreeing with him. She wants, a, she wants a slice, too. Mm. She wants she, a she, cake she, cake. Yeah, she likes to, you know, take uh, younger women under her wing and dress <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting really, really kinky. Um, so the what happens at this dinner? I think there's some high pressure salesmanship. We've kind of ignored the salesman who's been who's popped up a few times through times through the episode um, to try to sell them this uh, this timeshare. Uh, is there anything to say about this guy? He's good looking. I think so. Interesting. Mm. So he meets uh, your your tastes in men. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just like on the contrast with everyone else except Kate. Yeah. Um, I can also say that everyone is having seemingly wine except for Brian who has milk. <laughs> yeah. Well... Milk is sort of the wine of the um, of childhood. <laughs> is that how it's done usually when when grown ups are drinking? Kids are given milk. I think they're usually given juice. Yeah, I yeah, maybe Brian's just a little bit like he can only drink milk. Some um. Sometimes kids will have a Shirley Temple, 
when like the adults are drinking alcohol so so they're like they can have a cocktail too and they're not left out that's important for the kids to be included you know included in drinking like the drinking parties yeah the um definitely definitely is the case here you have to be connected to your roots yeah the the drinking (laughs) the real estate agent was played by archie han Trevor is eating shrimp. Trevor is eating shrimp, and uh, he's not supposed to because he's allergic. Right. So I don't think people who are allergic to shellfish regularly eat shellfish. Am I crazy here? No, I think that's correct. If it's like a slight reaction, sometimes people are weird with allergies. Like, you know, like if it's a delayed reaction and you really love it, maybe... I reckon that, you know, I'd have to have a pretty severe allergy to stop me from eating prawns mm-hmm. or shrimp or whatever you want to call them. So, yeah, I kind of, I, I get it. <laughs> well, his logic was that he, I guess, really had the Mexican plate. So this actually reminds me that they must have been in Mexico, right? Because, like, Trevor didn't trust the, the like, Mexican food that I just, Willie was eating. Maybe they were, like, on the border or something seven hours oh yeah south of and they already kind of live the... yeah I, okay <laughs> maybe it was like um on the border between like mexico and like what's the country below mexico nicaragua somewhere like that <laughs> Okay, I'll, say, I'll say it's Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Why 100%. would you even want to like go to a different country to like? Buy... Would, would they really want to buy a house? All of those people. I don't know. And, like move, move to a different particularly country. Particularly if they're like already in California. Yeah, and like all their jobs and stuff are there, and. Well, it's like a, t- a timeshare is like. Oh, oh, it's a timeshare. It's a vacation share. house, so you you'll you'd ha- you you own it for with some other people and like you yeah you can go there whenever you want if you put in the I time just, and i'm just thinking of um the time when the the real estate agent slash tennis coach was telling lynn to tell willie how much she wants to live there oh yeah that was good she was like she was made very uncomfortable by him i don't think he was the tennis coach i don't think we met the, the hot tennis coach okay I picture him as like a really um, dark Latin man, very taut, very short tennis shorts, uh, very muscular <laughs> thighs, um, maybe a mustache. Yeah, and like aviator sunglasses. Yeah, polo shirt. There's a tennis Long shirt. Is that hair. a thing? Long wavy hair and like a, one of those tennis headbands. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Hernando. No, he he also has to have like a nickname, some kind of kinky nickname, because uh, that's what Lynn likes. That's right. Lash. Lash. So this guy is um. 
what? What's a good like Spanish nickname? <laughs> Just Google like good Spanish <laughs> nickname. Good Spanish nickname. Okay, forty Spanish nicknames to express express affection for friends, family, lovers. The first uh, thing on this page is a meme. Oh, it's always a good start. Yeah. I won't. Oh, ooh, this is good. Papa. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's Look also no Gordito or Gordita, which translates to little fatty. Cholo. <laughs> Pachuco. I think Pachuco is the winner. The name originated to call a Mexican with a flamboyant style and personality in the early 20th century who looked and behaved similarly to what we would call mobsters and gangsters. Yeah, a dangerous guy. Primo means cousin. So you guys like Papa or Pachuco or Cholo? Vato? I think, I think you can combine those. Okay. <laughs> Um, so the salesman is harassing Lynn about telling the parents that she wants to buy the timeshare. Um, do we see Alf out the window at this point? Yeah. He, no, 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 no. We hear a fire alarm, right? No, you, we just see, no, no, I think nothing is happening except for Alf running uh, behind a window. Oh, that's right. With, with uh, more fish. Fire oh. With so yeah. Willie realizes uh, that he set the room on fire. Mm -hmm. Willie just flips out and uh, he runs totally away. loses it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to rewatch this scene. part. I remember it, but I don't remember it well enough. Really I like I like how Willie beforehand was real like he couldn't focus on anything but stressing about Al, <laughs> and then like all his horrors like come to fruition and it's really good. Yeah, I mean he he does he's he's not wrong about Alf. Like Alf is a danger and a menace. So Alf um is. Uh, Elf sets the room on fire. Um, because he was trying to toast the catfish. Yeah, I, why would I don't know if that would actually start a fire. I think it would just be gross. Uh, probably not. How long do you have to toast it? I don't know. Like maybe wet. if it overheats. Maybe if the toaster overheats and something. Yeah. Happens with the electric parts. Yeah. So, um, they get kicked out. And so they get thrown out of the resort or whatever. And now Trevor is flying them home again. How do you get the plane back? The jackals flew it. I think they were only going for, for the weekend. So. So we were expecting the plane to be back at some point. It's a good thing. I mean, they got thrown out. It's a good thing that all t the timing all lined up there. I, I, I feel like there's something wrong with the timing. Um, but I, I won't 
I won't harp on it. So they're uh, they're flying home, and um, Trevor starts getting sick because he ate all that shrimp, right? Yeah, and he starts having flashbacks of the war. That's right. <laughs> he says uh, he's over the enemy territory. So they lock Raquel in the bathroom so Alf can fly the plane because he's a pilot, ostensibly. Yeah. Alf is not really a pilot. He flew his spaceship, right? <laughs> yeah. He flew the spaceship right into the into the garage. But presumably there was some uh, <laughs> successful flight prior to that point. Like he got from Melmac to Earth somehow. So oh so yeah, in this scene most I'll, of it most of it was empty space. Yeah. In this scene, also, Lynn is wearing a, a nice um, denim ensemble with a with some jeans and, like, a sleeveless denim vest. I guess all vests are sleeveless, right? Yeah. So I didn't have to say that. I didn't have to say sleeveless. No. But you if people say vest and we know what you were talking about. People, when they're talking about chaps, we'll talk about assless chaps. Which is a pet peeve of mine because all chaps are assless. It's it's a. Uh, I think people just like to point out that they're assless because it's funny. Like, they like to define what chaps are. When they mention chaps. Assless chaps. It really it bothers me a lot. A lot a lot. <laughs> you know what non-assless chaps are called? Pants. Wouldn't they have a crotch? Like they'd just be like the crotch. Well, okay. Well, the, now out. we're getting into where does the ass end and the crotch begin? Like <laughs> where where is the the zone where we have? Okay, so we well, we have some chaps I'd where say... the the front extends right to the taint, and then the cheeks are open. <laughs> like it's 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 insane. It's completely insane. So the uh, so Alf flies them. Poems? Quite how they resolve this. Yeah, it just uh, somehow he lands the plane, I guess, but that's not really shown. Yeah, they sort of yada yada like the complicated resolution to Alf landing the plane, getting medical help for Trevor, somehow explaining to Trevor how they landed, even though he was unconscious. Raquel was locked in the bathroom. Um, I guess none of that stuff is all that interesting. Um, and then they get home, and <laughs> the, uh, the Akmonics are actually, like, really happy. Like, they had, like, a really nice time. <laughs> they they, they, they want to do it again sometime. Yeah. They're, like, they're kind of, for a family that uh, fights so much, they're very laid back and yeah. kind of positive. They just I look guess like they, quite they, nice people. They, they are. They enjoy They're very their nice. fights, I guess, as well. Mm -hmm. So, like, any anything, anything that happens is a is a cool experience for them. Mm -hmm. Kate returns Raquel's dress. Um, 
the Akamonic Sleeve. Then um, we have Alf actually salvaged the toaster and brought yeah. it home. Um, is there some like fun joke about the toaster? I forget. I know he has the toaster. Alf, Alf just uh, asks for for them to thank him many times. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the joke is that after that, they, they see that he's still frying fish in the toaster. <laughs> oh, How did right. they not notice? How did they not notice that by the smell? You wouldn't smell that. I mean, it was a pretty delicious smell. Yeah, smells of fish. Like, they, they seem surprised. Was it the same fish as before? Like, wouldn't they be really old now? Maybe uh, he had some ice. Packed him in I some so. ice. Reading the credits, and I just saw um, Linda Fusco listed as a technical supervisor. Sounds like some serious nepotism there. Maybe it was her plane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what the uh, technical super supervisor does on the uh, Elf show. Not much. Yeah. So that's it. I think that's uh, the end of the episode. We made it to the end. That's the end of. Probably servicing the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, she didn't do a very good job if it caught on fire, right? Because. That's how productions yeah, well, work. But it was supposed to. Yeah. So she did the pyrotechnics, which all happened off camera. So guys, we did it. We made it to the end. That's the end of ALF episode 26, Come Fly With Me, and the, sen the end of season one of ALF. Boom! Ooh, done! Woo! I don't know if I actually suspected that I would actually get to the end of this first season when I first started this ridiculous endeavor over a year ago. But here it is. What do I get? Thank you. Yeah, congratulations. Thanks. I, you, yes. couldn't have, you couldn't have done it without us. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I really couldn't have. Like, it would have just been me talking to myself about Alf, which <laughs> sounds pretty good. So I think I could I could have done it without that you guys. That sounds more like the fan fiction theater. Yeah, but that's actually like burning up the charts. So I think the last one has like twenty three listens. Man, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> but no, no, it's it's much better to have uh, have people to talk um, talk to about Alf, and I really appreciate you guys uh, joining me. And um, staying up very late in the, in the night to talk about Alf. Um, it's worth it. Yeah, I agree. So any uh, clo closing thoughts about uh, not only uh, the 26th episode, but the first season of Alf? I'm just waiting for season two. I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. To do this. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because um, we do such a deep dive analysis that now we'll get to start seeing sort of the nuance between um, seasons. 
Like what what the See what, how it evolves. How it evolves. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of amazed that it got a second season. No, it's very popular. Huge, huge, huge success. How many seasons are there of Alf? Four. I think. Yeah, four. Oh. It went from 1986 <laughs> to 19. What is 86 plus 4? That was 1990. <laughs> yeah, 1990. Wow. So. What um, a time. Yeah. So the second season will premiere in September 1987. And the first episode of the second season is called Working My Way Back to You. So that's that's exciting. That's something to look forward to, right? Yeah. yeah. That's going to make this year, 1987, a good year. Yeah, good year. Good year for Alf. Good year for uh, United States presidents. Good presidents to have at this time. Oh, it's political. We gotta gotta steer away from this. Yeah, let's not talk about politics. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gumba, do you have any uh, closing thoughts? I'm gonna give you the last word here. Ah, uh, it was nice. It's nice. It's a nice direction from from the humdrum <laughs> of my daily life. Well, I'm glad glad we could distract you in this uh, in this way. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Okay. Okay, guys. Well, uh, thanks again. Um, catch you. Uh, catch you next time. Yeah. All right. Bye. Cool. Bye. 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 Nice dress, Mom. Yeah, Kate. You look real sexy in that. Well, anyone would look good in this.